0: Book of Philippians, once again tonight, Philippians chapter number four, Philippians chapter number four. Uh, thank you to the Stanleys for uh, singing tonight and singing in English. I appreciate that. It's good to have them home from Spain. I pray for them. They go back in 2034, and so uh, pray for them. Uh, that's when the kids will be grown, and so you do pray for them uh, in the days ahead. Today, we're going tonight, we're going to look at Philippians chapter number four. And uh, Sunday, we were in this chapter as well. If you haven't already forgotten uh, what we were, uh, what what the message is on Sunday, uh, Sunday morning, (laughs) we were in uh, this chapter, verses four through seven. And then Sunday night, uh, we were in this chapter, verses nine through 13. Uh, And if you were paying attention and you're paying attention now, you realize that we skipped verse number eight. And uh, that's what we're going to look at tonight. We're going to look at verse number 8 <coughs> this evening. And i will th- be very simple, very practical. Uh, most problems we have as Christians are thinking problems. I-, I can't get too far broad on this tonight. There ought to be, and I was thinking about this this afternoon, there ought to be a whole series on thinking. Uh, one, it's good for people to do it once in a while. Um, but if we're not careful in guarding our thinking, um, we, it takes us off track, and we've got to be very careful we let the wrong philosophies get in our head. Uh, we let the wrong voices in our head, and uh, we ought to guard ourselves. And so tonight we're going to look from a practical aspect, a little broad of what we should think about, and in doing so, it ought to cause us to think about some things we shouldn't think about and uh, help us in our <coughs> spiritual life. Look at me at verse number 8. Philippians chapter number four. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Tonight I've given this a title, a simple title of spiritual thinking. Spiritual thinking. I'm reminded as I read this verse of scripture of some things that we are to think on. I'm reminded uh, of <coughs> scripture also says, bring every thought into captivity. Well, just when you think you got your Christian life down, think about that. Bring every thought into captivity. But tonight I want us to look at spiritual thinking. Father, help us tonight as we look into your word. May we allow <coughs> the Spirit of God to be our instructor, to be our teacher. And Father, may we take these thoughts and truths we see tonight, may we readily apply them to our life. Uh, we can improve the quality of our Christian life by our thinking. Uh, we can be a greater asset to the cause of Christ by our way of thinking. Uh, we can set a good example, and it could be traced back to our thinking. Father, I pray that you'll help us this evening, for it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This is an interesting verse. This is an important verse, obviously. I can think back as a child, having grown up in church, grown up in Sunday school, I knew this verse was in there, and from time to time, you'd hear a preacher preach on it, and but I remember it the most because uh, you knew that once a year, whether in children's church, for some competition, or in, 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 the, in Christian school, your scripture verses, somewhere along the line, this was going to be a memory verse, and all I thought about was how long it was. And uh, so, uh, it's, a, it's a contrast to Philippians 4.13, everybody knows that verse, uh, but it, it is an important verse. In the context of uh, certainly the passage of Scripture we see uh, this evening. I, I first, by way of introduction, I just want to I want to go through the list, the different things that we are told to think on. Uh, uh, make a few comments on each one of them so that we can take these things, apply them to our life, and then I have an outline of uh, some some principles that we can use this list and incorporate them into our life. And so uh, let's go through the list. It says, Finally, brother, whatsoever things are true. Truth is something that men today like to run from, and they like to deny what truth is. Just as we talked about Sunday morning, peace comes from God. You cannot have peace separate from God, because God is the only origin of peace. So tonight, just this doesn't have anything to do with the message, but I'll just say it again this evening. If you don't have peace, there's only one place you can get it, and that's from God. Because God is peace. Peace comes from God. But the same is true of truth. It amazes me when I deal with Christians, and I talk to individuals, and I <coughs> say, well, this is what the Bible says about this situation. Well, that's not what I believe about it. Or I know what the Bible says, but that's not what That's not the position I'm taking. As if there's an alternative truth. There's not a conservative truth and a contemporary truth. There's just truth. There's not a liberal truth and a a conservative truth. There's just truth. There's not Republican truth, a Democrat truth. Well, there is no Democrat truth. Anyway, there's just just truth. There there is truth. Who is the source of truth? God is. He is the source of truth. So, when we think on that which is true we must think on god we must think on god's word we must consider that which is true is from god it's gonna be very practical as we go through this list so if i want to think on truth a very simple way to do it is what has god said if you think on this book you're thinking on truth uh so truth is God now notice what the next list, the next verse, the next word in the list is whatsoever things are honest now we all know what it means to be honest simply we just simply think some to be honest is to tell the truth is is not to be to tell lies don't be deceiving, and all that's true, but it goes a little bit further than that not it means be honorable think on that which is honorable, not scheming um if we 're honest yes if I'm going to, you ask me a question, I'm going to be on this, and I'm going to answer truthfully. A lot of times we think, well, that doesn't mean you shouldn't lie, and that's true. But it goes beyond that in our minds, scheming. If you've got a scheme to accomplish it, it probably shouldn't be done. And so if we're going to think on the right things, and I'm going to think practically as a Christian, and I'm going to think of the things, and remember what we're talking about here, having the peace of God and, and, and having that relationship with God that we're content, that I need to be very careful in my thinking. And so if I'm going to think on that which is honest, it's honorable, (laughs) it's that which doesn't have to be, which I do not have to scheme. And so I need to be very, very careful in that. It lends itself to to respectable as well, and and that's which would be honorable. Those are the things that we should. When a dishonorable thought comes into our mind, we we ought to dismiss it. Think on that which is honest. Notice the next one. This is one Christians in general really need some help with. Whatsoever things are just. This is speaking of relationships between men. Man and man, a person and a person. We're going to be just in our thoughts. This is what we do, and it's sad. It is sad. It is sad that we sit in our country today, and it comes into our, into our Christian circles and our churches and into the lives of Christians, and it should not be so. You hear what somebody tells you about somebody else, and that's how you think of them. Somebody don't like them, and that's how you think of them. You ever heard something about somebody that when you met them, it's nothing like what you heard? You know what it is? It's we ought to be just. Oh, here's another way of being just with men. Those who maybe somebody fail in their Christian life, and they've come back to the Lord, and they're serving the Lord. In our mind, you know how we're supposed to consider them? As if they never left. Well, I I know, no, that's being just. Uh, We ought to be just in our mind. Don't judge another brother or sister in Christ based on what somebody else told you about them. Uh, it's, It's being just in our mind. It's the relationship but you know what we like to do? You take the things that are read in the most on the internet, the more scandalous, the more people are reading them. And as a Christian, you should not do that. There are things that you should and you should not put in your mind. Well, Pastor, there's some things I would never put in my mind. That's this dirt, this filth, that's all those things, you shouldn't. But it's just as filthy to hear somebody gossip about somebody else. So if I'm not going to have that in my mind, that means I need to not listen to it. Are we okay tonight? Just. That which is just. So uh, that's just talking about the relationship between people, between men. Notice the next one. Things that are pure. This is the relationship between the sexes. We should not allow those impure thoughts to enter our mind. When they do, they should not be dwelt on. Uh, That's why you you thought thinking, you can't help but have a Bible study on thinking in, in it come up, what you put in your mind affects what you're thinking. And you need to be very, very careful what you put in front of your eyes. Um, That's not just the things that we naturally think of, the, the, the filth that you find on the internet, but it's also what comes on the television, prime time, this is where a big one is, social media sites. There's a lot of impurity there that we allow to come in. If you don't know what this is, you're better off. <laughs> but if you know, you know. You have to be very, very careful. So, Pastor, you're just, you're, I can tell this is going to be one. No, we are told by God that there are certain things that we are to think on. God does not tell a command. Us, by the way, this is not a suggestion. This is a command of God. He does not make a command to us that he will not enable us to do. That's why when we read, he says, reach the world with the gospel. And I'm paraphrasing. Well, that would never happen. If we did everything he told us to do, it would happen. Just like this, well, I can never think that. There might be some changes you need to make so that you can think on that which is pure. Uh, we, we, that, that, that's the, the relationship between the sexes. And, and there is only two, there's not 47, just in case you're wondering. Notice what else verse number 8 says. Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely. That which is likable, amiable. The application there is you think of things, you think of people, you think of um, Things that you, if you're going to be involved in, there's just some lovely, when you think about our fellowship as a church, that ought to bring lovely thoughts to your mind. Uh, That's the things that you ought to think about. Um, That likable, and and, and, you know, by the way, Christians, we we shouldn't compromise on our stand, but we ought to do our best to be likable. Um, Anyway, good report. These are things that are Respectable. Pastor, I know it's true. Why would you want to even think about it? It's things that are respectable. See, before we have behavior problems, we have thinking problems. And if you can control your mind, you can control your actions. We'll talk about that more in just a minute. That which is of a good report. If it's not worth repeating, don't think about it. Why do we think, as Christians that we, we, ought to be, we ought to be in the business of telling bad news? Uh, this is a good report. Well, people need to know who says? Um, there's enough bad things in this world to think about. as a child of God, I don't want to think on those things, and I'll say this one one well, I'm not going to promise you it'll just be one time, but I'll say it now because this is my monthly weekly reminder be careful getting in all the political stuff because we're supposed to control what we think and that which is a good report and i don't know many politicians you can think of and there'd be a good report um this is one of those i'm gonna feel all by myself tonight i'm just i'm just prepared for that notice what else the bible says at the end of verse eight If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. You know, we as Christians, we like to look for loopholes with God, don't we? Well, there's not a chapter and verse, Pastor. I don't know where you get that from. Well, sometimes, you know, you just have to go back to the Bible says, don't be a stumbling block. If you're a stumbling block, then that kind of catches some things. Uh, We like to find loopholes. And so what God has done here, and he says, okay, I've mentioned these things. Now, everything else it through the filter of virtue and praise. Everything we think about, we got to run it through that filter. Is it virtuous? Does it bring virtue? Does it bring a reason to praise? Or if I think about an individual, is there a reason to praise them? And you know, you can, well, I just, they're, they're, my, they're my sworn enemy. Well, I mean, everybody's got a mother-in-law. I mean, so, so I mean, you're not by yourself in that. This is a dead crowd tonight, I tell you. But you ought to control what you think. You know, you can have disagreements with somebody. Somebody can be at odds with you, and you can still think right. Um, You can be mad at me, but I don't have to be mad at you. So Pastor, you've got, your think, you've got your thought life mastered. No, I have to remind myself there's some things, there's some thinking exercise I have to go through to make sure my mind is right. And it's important that we think on the right things. So everything that we think, we've got to run it through the filter of virtuous and praise. Because it is important, you know, you can think, you can think yourself into discouragement. Some of you are like, okay, I'm ready to testify now. You can think yourself into a bad mood. But Paul says, I think myself happy. You can think yourself the other way, too. So it's important, so we ought to run it through that filter of virtue and praise. Now, that we've gone through just for a second, I do want to spend a lot of time on each one of these things, so it gives us just a kind of an understanding. Truth comes from God, and all these different things, and then how we apply that to people. Most of the time, we're thinking about people. We think about people in the context of circumstances that affect us. And I want to control my mind, and as a Christian, we have to be in the habit Of not reacting to what we face, but already knowing how we're going to act. And if there are some things that are going to enter into my mind and they do, just like they do yours, I have to understand is this something that I'm supposed to keep here? And this is, if I can use this as an illustration to kind of help, it can kind of help us tonight. Often, I mean, there, there are a lot of things, and as the pastor of this church, and as broad as our ministries are, and as they continue to get broader and broader, and all the different ministries that uh, this church is involved in, there's a lot that I oversee, and I have a lot of people who help me, but I only got room for so much up here. And the older I get, it's not get there's less and less space up here, to take these thoughts. So sometimes I have to filter. Someone says, okay, I don't need to know that. You go tell somebody else. It's not that I don't care. i got so much room. The same is true if we're going to think about the right things. There are some things I don't want to take the time to occupy in my mind because there are some things that I am instructed to think on. Now, let me make some practical applications from this verse of Scripture tonight. You still with me? All right, here we go. Number one, spiritual thinking requires the proper mindset. Makes sense, doesn't it? Let's refer back to verses number four through six. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. These are all verses in this chapter that that are quotable, and they stand on their own. But in order to get the proper context of all of them, we have to keep them together. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. We talked about this last Sunday morning. We must have the proper mindset for spiritual thinking. Verse number four, we see praise. We ought to be praising God. It's hard to think about negative things when you're in a mindset of praise. Have you praised God? Well, I'm just negative today. Have you praised God? I don't think it's possible to be in a mindset of praise and be negative as a Christian. Some of you right now are saying, okay, I'm going to prove you wrong. Do it. Do it. I dare you to just set apart some time when you're in your negative thinking and thinking about things you shouldn't think about and just start to praise God and tell me that you can praise God and think on the things you should not think on. You can't do it. You know what would help your thinking problems? You know what would help you think about that which is true and that which is pure and lovely and a good report and virtue and, and, and praise? If you would start your day praising God. And throughout the day, praise God. Well, I just don't know if I could find something to praise Him. If you think that, you're probably right. You're done. You, you, no sense in living anymore. I mean, God just sent a son to save you, and, and God has done so many things for you. We ought to just be in the mindset of praising God. It, takes a, it requires a proper mindset. Also, we see, let your moderation be known unto all men. We talked about how much peace there is by knowing where you stand and what you believe. It's a, it's a life of no peace to change your position based on the crowd you're in. Well, I'm with this people, so my standard's here. I'm with these, so my standard's here. No, let your moderation be known. There's peace that comes from that. But it's also position, Why? But why do you do that? Because the Lord is at hand. The church at Philippi, they believed in that day as we do now, that they believed when Christ said He was coming back, they believed He was coming back in their lifetime. So we got to make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to do. It takes a right mindset. If you let your moderation, your boundaries, what you will and will not do, and again, I'm not talking about walking around with a sign, I'm not talking about announcing it everywhere you go, but if you live and decide some things, people around you are going to know. Not only is there peace that comes from that, and a lack of peace when you're not doing that, but you have that position, the wrong things aren't going to be brought to you as frequently as they would if people didn't understand Let me give you an example. Somebody wants to talk about somebody else, gossip about somebody else. If you one time would say, I don't want to hear that, they would not come back to you. What is that? Letting your moderation be known. Hey, here's this joke. And it's talking about a filthy joke. One time, you've got to say, don't tell me anything like that ever again. And the word will get out. Say, well, they're, they're, then I'll get labeled. That, if you get labeled, they're not going to come tell you there's jokes. There's peace that comes for that, but there's also, you're guarding that mind. Not only praise and position, but verse number six, be careful for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. We talked about that Sunday, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, and let your requests be made known unto God. If you, if you have a mindset of prayer... And it it's hard for you to think about the wrong things. This is why you ought to have a prayer time. This is why you ought to have a prayer list. This is why you ought to have uh, time set aside in your life. Because you enter into prayer, it's a mindset more than anything else. But if you've got praise on your mind, you've got your position set, and you're in a habit of prayer... That's a mindset that is going to help you think on the right things. Now, trust me, we all know this because we are flesh and blood. We have a, a, the mind of a fallen man. You, we're never going to get to a place where absolutely no thought comes in. I mean, somebody pulls in front of you when you're driving. I mean, you probably don't go, bless you, my brother, you go right ahead. There's probably other things in your mind that we should not repeat tonight. Um, but if you have the right kind of a mindset, there's going to be less that enter in, and the less that gets in there, the less opportunity there is for it to stay there. So it requires a proper mindset. So start if you want to think right. Start your day praising God. Several times throughout, they praise the Lord. Let your moderation be known. Have your position right. People aren't going to... I mean, you know, I, as a pastor, have to do that, I say, I don't want to hear that. I don't need to know that. Why don't you hang up with me and call them and tell them that? I, 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 don't, I don't want to... Hear. Why? Because it's not because I am better than anybody. It's not because I'm just at just this, this spiritual level. I don't want things in my mind that I'm not supposed to think on. We have that tendency, so we have to have the right mindset. Number two, we must realize that for spiritual thinking, Christ is necessary. Verse number six, let your requests be made known to God. Verse seven, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Without Jesus, you and I aren't thinking about the right things. You and I can't have the right things in our mind. Through Christ Jesus. Maybe you're in here and you say, before I was saved, Pastor, there's a lot of things that were in my mind that I wish were not there. There's things that come back. There's, there, there, there's words. There's things, the things that, that if I hear it, it triggers all these memories. Things I wish not, that were not in there. I don't know that I could ever get that out. Through Christ Jesus. Notice what it says, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. There's a lot in that, but you also make the application that it's going to take Christ, it's going to take His supernatural work, just like the Spirit of God cleanses you and you grow once you're saved. The same is true of that mind. Uh, You wash your mind with the Word of God, and that's a whole other Bible study there, but it's going to take Christ, in order to have truly spiritual thinking. Why is it that we think that we can have spiritual thoughts without a spiritual life? It's not possible. It's because we must determine what we think, we, we, we think about. We cannot do it. Well, I've tried to overcome and I've tried to overcome and I've done this. No, what about Jesus? What about asking him? Lord, I need your help. Hey, I have opinions about people. But I try not to dwell on them or formulate them. How do you do that? I have to ask Jesus to help me. I have to think on Him. Uh, there, 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 there are people who, who, I mean, we've all been wronged by people. We've all had things uh, done against us. And, and those are, for all of us, that's hard to get over. And say, whenever I start having these thoughts about, you know, that's just like, you know, I just have to think about the Lord and think about the fact that when Jesus died on Calvary, He died for them. He died for me. Who am I? You say, Pastor, you do that? I have to. Otherwise, my thoughts are not going to be true. They're definitely not going to be lovely. They're not going to bring honor. Definitely not virtuous or bring praise. Uh, It takes the Lord Jesus Christ. Think on him. Think on his word. This is good advice for anybody. Whether we're talking about our thoughts or whatever, read as much Bible as you can possibly read. And when you've read that much, read some more. Hey, I'm I'm for. I, I I like sports as much as much as the next person. You you know, I we through the years. you you know you've learned that. I like to read. I like to read history. I like all those things. But what needs to go in my mind or anything else is the Word of God. It's amazing to me, and it's sad. And if, if, you, if you want to take offense to this, you can. But I'm not trying to offend you, but I'm trying to get us all to see something. When our children can tell us more about the Marvel movies than they can Bible stories, we, there's a problem. I like sports, but if I can tell you more statistics about my favorite team than I can what's in this book, I'm not putting the right thing in my mind. Oh, there it is. He's against baseball. No, I didn't say that. I said I need to make sure I got enough in my, i I'd be putting the Bible in my mind because I want to think on the right things. That is what is important. It is Necessary. Christ is necessary. Read the Bible. This is truth. This is honest. This is lovely. This is a good report. Virtue, praise, and I'm sure I missed a couple in that list. This is where we get that. So, pastor, you just say it. If we just, we, all we need to think on is the Bible. That'd be a good start. Uh, we must have the Lord Jesus Christ help us. Number three. Eliminate. Well, let's look at verse number 8, and then I'll tell you this one. Let's read verse 8 again. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, what's that last phrase say? Think on these things. So the Bible says think on, see it? These things. Number three, eliminate those things that are not these things. Got it? If we're to think on these things, then we've got to eliminate things that are not these things. So, if you've got a negative thought about somebody, you've got to eliminate that. Well, what if they take advantage of me again? You have to trust the Lord with some of those things. Put some parameters. That moderation will probably help with a lot of that. But I would rather somebody offend me again or take advantage of me again than have the wrong things in my mind. A lot of times we don't think on the right things because we're thinking about the wrong things. Eliminate those things that are not these things. You know, if you just when we think we've got the Christian life mastered, I don't know that any of us ever really think that. We can come back to this verse of Scripture and say, are these all of my thoughts? Is this everything that I'm thinking? This is a good guideline checklist for us. There are are negative things that take place in our life. There are wrong things that we see. There are things that we hear, and it makes me angry. So then there's another thing I'm thinking about. When I'm in a public place and I hear words, I should not have to listen to those words. Um, I hear, I hear, you hear, I mean, music today is not like music of what I was growing up. It's filth. And it drives, I don't even want to tell you the things that I have to confess and get right with God. When I'm sitting at a traffic light and somebody's playing their music and the filth that I hear out of that, and if anybody would defend that, they've got bigger issues. I don't want that in my mind. I don't want that there. So I've got, to, now there's something, if you're in public, there's, there's, you're limited to what you can do. You work in a in, out in a world of society. Not everybody has the vocabulary that Christian people have. And that's where that, the, our, our mentality, if you think back to when we had the Bible study in Titus and our trying to reach them is, is more important than us just making sure they know where we stand. Yes, we have a stand, but I want to try and reach them with the gospel. I understand that. But there's things I have to eliminate out of my mind. You, you, you know that, that, that I've, I've said this, I love to read. I love to, to read history. And there, there are certain historical characters that are just interesting and amazing, and our nation owes them a great debt. One of them is General George Patton. But if somebody's writing about Patton, I can read it. But if it's quoting Patton, I can't read it. Now, he claimed that he knew God, and God put him on this earth to to kill the enemy, and he probably did do that. But he had a potty mouth. There are times, and this might seem silly to you, there are times I've had to close a book... And set it aside. Because there are things I don't want in my mind. Because if I'm going to think on these things. I have to eliminate those things. There are people that I love dearly. But I limit my conversations with them. Because if I'm going to think on these things. I have to eliminate those things. Maybe for you. It's some social media things. Well, pastor, does the Bible say anything? Well, let's put it in context. If it's a limit, if it causes you to think on things that you should not think on, maybe an unfollow or a delete is what is better for your thinking. So, some people say, I, I mean, I, I, watch, I, watch, I watch very, 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 very little television. I just don't have time. But I'm certainly going to guard what goes in. But it's my, you need got to be very careful is what I'm saying tonight. You have to eliminate those things. And that's much about what the Christian life is. It's eliminating things that hinder your Christian life. And we might need to eliminate some of those things to keep my thinking. Because you know who's responsible for your thinking? You. And so we have to be very, very careful of the situations we put ourselves in. So eliminate those things that are not these things. Number four. We touched on this Sunday night. If you could think back, and we'll tie this together with verse number eight. Look at me at verse number nine. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me. Paul's coming to the end of this letter. Wonderful, wonderful book of the Bible. It gets to chapter number four. We've already we saw Sunday morning that, that getting peace from God that's attainable. He tells them there's peace from God. We all we saw Sunday night. He spe- we speak about being in that state of content and there's a message for another time that I'm, I'll preach to us as a church, which which helps us see our responsibility when it comes to missions and taking care of things uh, from a church perspective in, in, in missions. And that'll be a message for another time. But as he's coming to the end of this letter, he says, All these things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. I touched on this Sunday night about being an example. And we all have a responsibility to be an example. And I'll just remind us very quickly tonight, what kind of example are you setting? Spiritually speaking, ultimately, each one of us is going to be held accountable for the example that we are setting. If you and I would grasp that, nothing would change our behavior more than being aware of the example that we are setting. What a sad thing for somebody to pick up language that I know I should not be speaking, and they pick it up because of the example that I set. Maybe somebody gets the idea that church isn't important, the Bible is an important, prayer because of the example. I said, likewise, I mean, I've been so thankful, and even in recent days as my, as, as my mother went home to be with the Lord and thinking of the home that I grew up in and the example that was set in my home. Much of what I am and you get the benefit of as your pastor, it's because I follow an example. Paul is saying, These things that you've learned of me, do. What we do, this is number four, I think I've already mentioned, but in case I didn't, here it is what you think about affects what you do. What you think about affects what you do. It's undeniable. If you think on it long enough, you're going to say it. If you read it enough, you're going to say it or do it. It's going to affect what you do. If you think on the wrong things enough, say, what's the, what's the best way for me to stay close to the Lord and my walk with the Lord and for me to stay in the house of God, serving God and advancing His cause? Think on the right things. I mean, Lot is such a good example for all the bad reasons. Before Lot went to Sodom, he pitched his tent towards Sodom. And he thought about Sodom. He justified in his mind that he acted on it. We have to be very, very careful of that which we think about. You know, if I'm thinking about things that are honest... Is there a greater chance that I'll be honest, or less of a chance? Greater. If I'm thinking of just and say, well, I don't want to. I don't want to prejudge. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to assume. I don't want to know that. I want to get. I, I don't want to think about that. I, especially when it's an area that I have no say in. It's not even th- anything that. I, there's no reason for me to know it. My responsibility is to pray for them. And it would be hard for me to pray for them if I'm thinking about all of these other things that somebody else said. Just as an example, I'm not going to be very just and think on that which is just. If I don't think on these things, what you think about affects what you do. Um, long before, this, is, this, is, this may help some of you say, why is Pastor... Get on these things sometimes. Why does he give me a hard time before this? Because there are signs in the Christian life of where you're heading. There are subtle little changes, and I can tell you where you're going to end up. I can tell you where you're going to end up. So, Pastor, do you think you can see the future? No, I, don't, I can't see the future, but I can certainly see the signs and the directions of where the map's going. See, I've never seen that out of him before. I've never seen that out of them before. Well, he's probably been thinking about it for a while. We need to be very, very careful of those things we think about because what you think about affects what you do. That's why when it comes to spiritual matters, uh, it's just before say, well, you're going to debate this. No, I'm not debating anything. Why? Because there's certain things I don't want in my mind. I've, it's settled. You got to be very, very careful. Guard those things in your mind. This may be the silliest, silliest illustration to you. And if it is, I, I, can't, I can't help you, but it's just the only thing I can think of. When my girls were growing up, you know, I, I grew up in a home and we were, it was beating to my head from the time that I was little. God, church, Bible, Georgia Bulldogs. I'm, I was a lot more passionate about that when I was younger than I am now. Although it is a good time to be a Georgia Bulldog. I'll just throw that out there. But my girls were growing up, you know, they grew up in Jacksonville. There's the Gators, there's the Seminoles. I don't even, I, that's it, isn't it? Okay. Uh, I was like, y'all are not going to be, you're going to be a Georgia Bulldog fan. And if they come home wearing orange or something else, you know, I will put you out of the house for that. And because I I didn't want anything to ever, because you know my father, right? Could you imagine one of his grandchildren, one of his grandchildren being a Gator fan? Honestly, I don't know what he would do. I really, I really do not know what he would do. Those of you that know him, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But there's some things I did not even want them to entertain. You know what I did? I kept it out of their mind. Say, oh, Pastor, that's silly. Would you have really this? He wouldn't have really dis... Well, we'll see. So far, silly illustration, but there's some things that are more serious than that that I want to keep out of their mind because I know it leads to actions. There's some things that I want to keep out of my mind. Because before I do it, I'm going to think about it. Likewise, if I'm thinking about this list, do you see it? If I'm thinking about that, what am I going to do? I'm going to do what I'm thinking about. Well, I just don't know that I'm doing everything in my life I'm supposed to do as a Christian. Think about the right things and you've got a greater percentage of doing it. Think about it. Say, well, that's just, I've got so many other things in my mind. That's why you have to plan to think about it. You can write it down. Schedule it. Well, that sounds silly. You have to write down and say, think about these things. You may have to. It's like we start the day with praise. You have to determine to do that. Otherwise, you're going to think about, why is this coffee pot so slow? You're going to think about something else that, that, that gets your attention in that morning. You have to determine throughout your day, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to think about these things. Learn, learning to preach when, when, of course, I trained under Brother Howells and his training in his book is the most, probably one ever written in any, I'll use the term denomination anything, one of the most circulated books on preaching. And he taught in there that before you preach, you sit down and there's some things you think about to get you in the mode to preach. He would give the illustration of how he, if he's going to do a funeral, and he pastor a church of tens of thousands, and he might not know them very well, but he, could, he would think on them. Whenever he'd feel some discouragement, there's some things that he would think on. He would think on, put him in the mood. You say, well, he ought to be a better, well, maybe But how are you and I doing? We have to think on things because we're going to do what we think about. I'll end with this illustration. It's another silly carnal illustration, and I'm just appealing to the crowd that I have tonight. If you start a diet, there's some things you better not think about. start a diet, you close those eyes, and then there's just that big bell. There's some things you better not think about. He's like, Pastor, what's the bell? Taco bell? (laughs) You know, like, Batman, they do the bat signal for pastors, like, the bell lights up, you know? If you're going to say, there's some things I just don't want to think about. You better not think about it. Um. is there a greater percent chance or a less chance if he's like well there's all these things I can to eat but I'll just go sit with you maybe you've got the willpower maybe you don't how much more when it comes to our Christian life I want my life to To be an example, I want my life to honor God, don't you? So, what people see, what people know about me, my response to what people do, my determination to do what I know I'm supposed to do, people see that. I'm to be a light in this world. But there are times when we're behind closed doors. This world may not see us, but you know who still sees us. God does. Christian, it's a great day in your life when you get to the place where I'm living the way I'm living for God and not for anybody else. I, I'm going. I'm, please, where I'm getting with that is nobody else may know what's going on up here, but God does. Honor God with your life, honoring with your thoughts. And if you honor him with your thoughts, you will honor him with your life. Think on these things. How about spiritual thinking? I hope these practical truths help us tonight. Get us to remind, think on purpose. It's been said, I don't know who first said it, I don't know who first said it, but an idle mind is a devil's workshop. Because we put things in there that we need to eliminate, eliminate those things so we can think on these things. Father, help us as we consider these truths. May we have some spiritual thinking, think on the right things.